0: Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Welcome to the Ransomed Heart podcast. I'm Alan Arnold, and in the studio today is Stacey Eldridge with a message that I think you're going to really enjoy. On Stacey's Facebook page, she had a chance to ask those, what is it that you most want to press into? What is it that's on your heart that you'd like discussed in several podcasts? And so today, Stacey, what are we going to be talking about?
1: We're going to be talking about friendships, friendships with women. I wasn't surprised by the responses from the women. They were primarily relational. Where are we hurting and what is our need What do we want to talk about? What do we need help with? It's our relationships. And that makes so much sense since we are image bearers of the living God. We are relational to our core. Nothing moves us as deeply or wounds us as profoundly as relationships do. It's true. And so a temptation can be, particularly as women, to withdraw ourselves been there, done that. I've been hurt too many times. And it's just not worth it anymore. And dear ones listening, and you men too, that is a bad decision. We can't do this thing called life on our own. And we are meant to live in relationship. We are meant to live in community and we need it. But I know that it can be tough. So let's just talk a little bit about Friendships, and particularly friendships of women.
0: Yes. Well, Stacey, one thing, this resonates with me just sitting here listening to you because we moved to Colorado Springs about two years ago. Yes. And I was not sure exactly what the transition would be like, but my wife and I were talking about it just yesterday. And I asked her, what's been the most surprising or difficult part for you? And her answer was friendships. Friendships. Like, that's been harder than she imagined when you pick up after 14 years and move to a new state across the country. She, I think, assumed, well, women at church and in the neighborhood and, and in community, it'll just happen. And we both knew, no, it really takes longer. But two years later, that's still something that she is longing for, those deep friendships. That has been the most difficult thing for her since we've moved here is just that longing and yearning for deep friendships. And that those really don't happen overnight.
1: They don't. I mean, I think it takes two years before you can find the peanut butter in the aisle <laughs> at the grocery store. Yes. And especially after a long move, a long distance move, it's really hard to – make new friendships, and also to enter into a community where friendships have already existed. They're going on already. It's hard to yeah. enter into. So everyone that's listening understands that. When uh, we moved to Colorado, it was more than 20 years ago, and I longed for friends so badly. I oh, I did what I could. I went to women's Bible study weekly at my church, and um, they had like a snack tray. And just call me desperate because I would pick up the <laughs> snack tray and I would walk around and offer it to the women, you know, hi, would you like uh, whatever it is? My name's Stacy. <laughs> pant, pant, puppy, eyes. I want a friend. So here's the thing and it, it may sound old, but pray for them, ask God for them. And And we've talked about guarding your heart because you don't just let everyone in there. There's a lot of women out there that would respond to, I'll be your friend. They're not meant to be your friend. And in our desperation, yes. we can go, "Oh yeah, okay, good. I've thankfully somebody I can go on a walk with or maybe go to a m- movie with." And um guard your heart. You really do need to ask God for them because oh, it cannot go well.
0: Well, and for the men listening, I've learned this. Don't try to fix it either with a quick five-minute conversation. Like when your wives are longing for that, go into the place that they want you to go with them. Listen and pray and be there for them. Be a shoulder to lean on, especially in the area of friendship, men. You can't fix it for your wives. You can't.
1: But you can pray for them. Yes. Like not just with them. On your own, like be praying for God to be bringing them friends because you want them to be happy. Yes. And that's the best gift, actually, we can give our spouse or others in our life is if we're happy. And in order to do that, you actually, you need friends. So let's talk about that. I mean, it's, you know, it's, really, it's kind of, I get to tell horror stories. That's kind of where I want to go. I'm so sorry. And I have beautiful, fantastic women in my life. But when the subject comes up of friendship, my mind immediately goes to betrayal, to stories of um, backstabbing, excruciating pain. And here's the thing about betrayal, and you are familiar with it. It isn't enemies that betray you. It's your friends. It's the ones that are closest to you. That have the opportunity to betray you. So that's not an odd thing. And, and I think you would be hard-pressed to meet anyone who hasn't suffered some form of devastating betrayal. I mean, Jesus did. God did. And then we're invited to do what he did. Forgive and not give up. Continue to love. Which doesn't mean you stay in relationship, perhaps, with the people that have betrayed you and hurt you. But we are called to forgive. We are called to love and to ask God. Because we live in a fallen world, people are going to hurt us. We are going to hurt them. We're not perfect. And intentionally or with no thought at all, we get hurt and we hurt. So in order to have friendships, there's a couple of keys. One is you have to live in a posture of forgiveness. And second, you need to be the kind of friend that you want to have. So that's kind of if you were just going to do that, that would be enough. But just a little bit of counsel on that I think is important. We're lonely creatures. I know that men are lonely too. They are. And Women as well. I think that women bear an emotional, lonely ache that is core to our being. That is just part of the way that we suffer living in a fallen world. So they're not going to fill it is the thing. Friends can fill it somewhat. I mean, they meet a need and we we need them desperately. But there's a reason why Jesus calls us friends. There's a reason why he invites us To be his friend because he is actually the only one who will never, ever betray us, ever, who knows us, who gets our jokes, who is for us and fighting for us, and the one that we can completely, wholeheartedly entrust our hearts to always. So pursue him first, first and foremost. Ask to know him as a friend. And then pray for God to bring you healthy friendships in your life. Pursue women. Don't wait for them to call you. Call them. Don't choose to be offended when you hear, oh, you were all out having dinner together and you posted that picture on Facebook. Ouch. You know, choose to think the best. Offer invite, pursue, woo, you do it. Don't just wait for it.
0: How many deep friendships do you think most women have? If somebody has one or two deep friendships, is that?
1: They are a lucky woman. Okay. Like, wow. Okay. There's circles of friendship, like like Jesus had. He has the intimate ones. You know, you think of John and Peter, the ones that he was really extra close to. Right. And then a larger circle. And we have a lot of acquaintances. You can't have a lot of deep friends. You can't offer that. And there just isn't simply room in the human soul. But to pray, to have one or two, that would be awesome. And here's the other thing is that one woman, one friend, one male friend, they can't provide – everything to you. That's why you have more than one friend. You have the friend that loves to go shopping. And you have the friend that loves to talk about the underlying themes in movies. Yes. And you have the friend that is reading Beakner and want to talk with you about the deeper thoughts. And then then you have the friend that just wants to exercise with you. Like, you need many. One person can't be all things. They're not meant to be.
0: Yes, I see, how earlier I was intrigued when you said one of the two ways is to be the friend to somebody. How do, you, how do you do that? What are some ways to be a true friend to somebody?
1: Pay attention to okay. them. Listen, pause, notice, choose to pay attention. This is a confession of mine. Someone will ask, oh, how was your weekend? And I'll think about it, and, and then I'll tell them. And then I forget to reciprocate. <laughs> I forget to say, and how was your weekend? Because I got places to go, things to do, you know? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I need to ask. I need to be aware of just paying attention. And here's the thing. And Alan, you already have said this. like sometimes we do need advice, but mostly we need empathy. Yes. We need someone to say, I will just sit with you in that. I can't fix it and I don't have the answer, but – I just want to share what you're feeling and to be with you. That is an enormous gift.
0: Yes, and it, it seems so rare. And when you find this, it's so good. But the person who will spend equal time listening to your story, asking questions, genuinely paying attention, and you doing that back Rather than a friendship where it's one-sided, where 99% of the conversation is them or you. And so I do think – I love what you said, Stacey, because I do think that's so critical in a deep friendship is that ability to listen and to pour into each other rather than it being one-sided.
1: Right. And to be that friend you want to notice, what do they love? What do they like? how meaningful is it to get together with someone? And, and if they said, I was thinking about what you said last time, and I was wondering how, you know, fill in the blank, that what you were thinking uh-huh. of me, that is a great gift. Yes. I've had friends, quotation mark friends, who quick on the advice thing, who live their lives with a different list of priorities than I live mine. And particularly as a younger woman. And as a young mom, I didn't know what I was doing. And they look like they did. So surely they must be right. And I would put myself in positions of feeling like an idiot and a failure and trying to do it their way and failing miserably, because their way wasn't my way. And they also would like to tell me how to do it. I had one friend call, can I give you some advice? And I was pretty much done with this person <laughs> at that point. And I said, no. And then they proceeded to give me the advice.
0: (laughs) Like, Okay. Goodbye.
1: But here's the thing, is there are good friendships, and then there are those that are unhealthy. We did a a podcast series on soul ties, and that's really important. And it's a three series, and you can – can they download that?
0: Well, it just aired a few weeks ago, so they can listen to it on our podcast list if they just go and check out the different podcasts or – They can download that as well.
1: Okay, that's really good because that's a subject that is huge for women. And what that entails is unhealthy, unloving, ungodly bonds between women in particular in friendships where one is trying to control the other or one is sucking the life out of or um, you're just getting all of their struggles and emotions and warfare into your life. It's because there's an ungodly bond between you. And we don't want to live with those. The only bond we want to live with is the bond of the Holy Spirit and the bond of love. So there's words that get tossed around, um, codependent and all kinds of stuff. Yes. But a great prayer is just to sever all ungodly soul ties in the name of Jesus, and I only will allow the bond of love, the bond of the Holy Spirit, and then proceed.
0: And be careful, too, not to make an agreement. If you don't have any really deep friends right now and it's been a while, don't make an agreement in your heart that oh, it's not going to happen. It's too late or it's not in this environment because God has given you that desire for deep friendship and he will fulfill it. It may be totally in an unexpected way. And the person you least think could be that best friend. But just know he will fulfill that. So bring that longing to him. And be expectant.
1: Okay. You have to qualify though because that's absolutely true except the part where he says bring that best friend because you may not get that. And that's a deep longing for a woman to have a best friend. It's almost iconic. And some women do have a best friend but it's rare. So good friends. Good friends. Plural.
0: Good friends. Thank you that's helpful
1: yeah thanks this is so good we could talk about this for hours but just like that word of hope pray for them and if you don't have them it's not a sentence over your life that you're not a good person no 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 press into jesus you want them because you're meant to have them jesus please bring them
0: yes thank you for listening to the ransomed heart podcast that is so good stacy and there's more at ransomedheart.com so we invite you to our store for more This is Alan Arnold and Stacey Eldridge. Thanks.